This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things Black business and related news, strategy, and events. Here on Black Wall Street Today, we interview the hardest working, most innovative, and most creative in the area in the 757. And this Sunday morning is no different. I have the honor of introducing three best-selling authors, fighters in the community. We have Shauna Hicks, Renee Woodard, and Iris Wright to talk about their upcoming anthology, Injustice. Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome. Welcome. Awesome. So, um, I gave you guys a quick introduction, but can you each tell us a little bit about yourself, just so we have some context of these best-selling authors? Yes. Um, my name's Iris, um, and I am the visionary um, of Injustice, best-selling um, Injustice book. Um, I created um, this anthology to be able to reach and help um, a lot of people in our community that has suffered from injustice. Um, I wanted a way to help them heal and learn to evolve and not get stuck. Mm. Um, and that came from uh, my past. Um, I was once, um, I was 18 years old when I was facing over 20 years of incarceration for a crime I didn't commit. Mm. Um, it took me almost five years to get my daughter back. Um, and it came with a lot more turmoil than that. Um, so injustice don't, don't just affect the individual person. It affects your family and everybody around you. Um, so I wanted, it took me, I got stuck to the point where I couldn't move. I didn't understand um, why these, why this happened to me. Um and even when I overcame it and got got from it, it still had me stuck in a lot of situations like I was being held captive some way inside. So I had to learn how to accept what happened to me and I had to learn how to heal from it. And I thought healing was me throwing everything in a box and just not opening it mm. and just keep moving and living. Um, until I had to reopen those wounds again and I found out that I, in fact, did not heal from it. Um, and I, in fact, know that um, the Lord didn't allow me to go through something for to keep it to myself inside of a box. I was supposed to help other people. Wow. Um, so I started writing um, and starting learning how to love myself again, to accept myself and how to heal and how to evolve and really clear my mind. Um, so... Um, the anthology and writing worked for me, so I wanted to introduce that into an anthology, into a series that hopefully it reaches other people in the community that were stuck like I was, mm. and hopefully they they um, will know they're not by themselves for one because they have a group of people working with them and someone they can talk to, someone they can relate to. Mm -hmm. um, also, hopefully that's the process of the healing that they will receive to be able to say, "Hey, I can overcome this and I can evolve." That's an incredible story, and. Uh, that's just amazing. You were facing 20 years for a crime that you didn't commit, and that kind of drove the vision. Um, can you tell us how you brought Shauna and Renee into the anthology? 
I started advertising Call for Authors on this anthology, and people have reached out to me. Um, people all over the world have reached out. Um, I talk to people all the time, <laughs> and these ladies have reached out to me and told me a little bit about what they're facing mm. and what they wanted, and they wanted change as well. Um, so with their stories, it just made it even more, because all of us are not living the same injustice. Yeah. And this is something that we don't ask for. It kind of happened. It's out of our control. Um, so I wanted to be able to create this anthology to where every different types of injustice, no matter what it is, um, that they could be able to have a voice, learn yeah. how to fight without fighting, uh, learn how to know that our voices are power. Yes. Um, and be able to cre create something beautiful and hopefully in the future it will lead to change because it's not just about us. It's about our children and it's about our grandchildren and the people that come afterwards. So if we keep standing together as a community and fighting this thing, changes have to happen even if it's small increments of change. Yes, uh, injustice is a generational fight. Um, so, Renee, did, are you um, facing or have faced a similar type of injustice as Iris or is it a complete different uh, exchange or interaction with injustice? Um, it's um, a difference. Um, yeah. That's one thing I like about our book. Yes. Everybody has a different setting of injustice and mm. what is injustice. Yes. You know? So, um, with my story, um, you know, when you've been counted out for so long, and people just say you would never be nothing. And you always thought you would never be nothing. So my chapter is called From the Impossible to the Possible. You know, with all things God, you can you can do anything through Christ. You know, so truly, my story is totally different from Iris, but um, somewhat similar to Iris. But, um, you know, with my story, it's basically stating that, you know, what I've been through in my life, you know, been counting out for so long. You know, dropped out of school, sold drugs, did drugs. I was just that girl, you know, did, I was married to the streets. And, mm -hmm. you know, it didn't matter to me. I didn't care. Um, but then, you know, when Tom grew up, you know, when I grew up and stuff, I had to figure something out different, you yeah. know. So then with my injustice, I just didn't care about nobody but the streets. So... Coming out of a girl, like I said, dropping out of school, going back to school um, at um, after being out of school for over 20 years, I literally just started back up, um, got my associates, got a bachelor's, and I'm working in my field that I love the most, and that's working with people in addiction and recovery. Wow. Um, helping them out, letting them know, giving them hope, because some people think that just because they're counted out, they can't do anything. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, I'm I'm a living proof that if you want it, you can go out here and get it. No matter how hard it was for you, you th that's not your final say, you know. Not that you want it to be your final say, you know. And that's a story that I know that a lot of our listeners are going to want to read uh, because there are a lot of people in that situation right now in the streets, feel like they're too deep to get out, feel like resources or that other life is out of reach for them or not realistic for them. So I know that they're going to be able to relate to your story, Renee. Shauna, can you talk to us about your perspective of injustice? 
Okay, so for me, injustice um, is a little different. Um, I'm actually still fighting for my loved one that have um, suffered with injustice. Mm. So when I heard that Iris was um, the visionary for the book, um, <laughs> I told my mom, my family, I said, listen, this is it. I knew that that was confirmation from God to be the voice for my brother. Um, and um, I will say that he has been incarcerated for 26 years. And they... Um, so how about this? I'm not going to give you too much. So just know that um, the young man that I'm fighting for, he, he's my brother. He's someone that's really dear to my heart, really. He he, he has my heart. Um, the title of my chapter is Breaking Barriers. Mm-hmm. The reason I picked, picked that chapter is because I know we as a people, and spe- especially us as a black race, um, we have mm-hmm. a problem with ident- identifying with the mental health decline that we suffer from. And I would say for me and my family, um, we went through a lot of trauma at a young age, um, losing a loved one, um, being in a very bad car accident, and um, just um, to this day I have a cousin that's still paralyzed. So, you know, you wow. take these things in consideration when um, individuals make certain decisions they make. Not saying that the decisions is right, but sometimes things happen because it's an underlying issue that hasn't been dealt with. So in that chapter that I wrote, um, we're talking about it. <laughs> no no more silence. And so I ask God to give me the strength to be that voice for the ones that don't have a voice. And I'm praying that my chapter is read by someone that can um, look further into my brother's situation mm-hmm. and um, free Jay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so you're still fighting this fight. Yes. Your, your chapter is really still being written in yes. real time. Uh, what does it mean to you to be able to contribute to this book, Dealing with Injustice, while still actively in your fight? Um, it, it means a lot. Um, it for it, it do a few things for me. The first thing it do is um, my mom and my father are both still living. And um, like I said, my brother has been incarcerated for 26 years. Me speaking on my brother's situation is giving my mom hope that she will mm. see her son not just behind bars but at home cooking yes. him a Sunday meal. It also um, give me hope for the ones that are sitting hoping that someone will write something on their behalf to discuss the mental health. Like um, I work with the youth. My, the name of my organization is Breaking Barrier 757. And I talk to young men on a daily basis. And sometimes when they get in certain situations and get locked up, the first thing to do is to try them and, and give them time. Well, we need some type of program where the first steps need to be, let's get some mental help. Mm. Let's see how we can stop this from happening again. Let's talk about the stuff that no one wanted to discuss. Yeah. And so that's what I'm bringing to the table. Wow. So if you guys want to be a part of the conversation, uh, if you guys out there listening want to be a part of the conversation and talk about the stuff that people are not talking about, then you also need to reach out and read the anthology called Injustice. Iris, where can they find it? Is it out yet? Is it going to come out? How can the people get in touch with these powerful stories? Yes, um, our book is out. We are Amazon number one bestseller um you can order that book um by contacting any one of us any one of us um 
any one of us on social media. Um, my website is irish-right.com. You can order it online on my website as well. Um, and we are on Amazon. So if they want to take a preview and give us um, a review on it or whatever mm. they want to do, you can find it on Amazon as well. Um, or you can just contact Iris Wright, Renee Woodard, or Shauna Hicks, and we can make sure that you have a hard copy. I love that. We live in an online and very social world. So I definitely want you all to be able to say your uh, social media handles so that folks can reach out to you and those who are touched by your individual stories this Sunday morning can reach out and just tell you so and maybe even be able to spark a conversation. So if you could just share your social media handles. Yes. So for me, mine is um, Shauna Hits is my main page. You can um, that's on Facebook. Also, you can reach me Breaking Barriers 757 on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram as Breaking Barriers 757 underscore. And Iris Wright on my page. Also, author Iris Wright um, on Facebook. Author Iris Wright on Instagram. Um, I'm on every <laughs> I'm on every platform. Um, so you can find me on there. I'm just simple. I'm just Renee Water on Facebook. <laughs> but I wanted to say something yeah. to um, Shauna. Um, you know, I am a certified trauma specialist, so mm. I deal with trauma as well. Mm. So you're right about the mental health. That's definitely something that we got to stand up for, too, yes. as well. Because, like she said, everybody wants to try them. They don't understand that situations they've been through. Trauma is a, ma- a main cause for a lot of stuff that happens to the young black community, period. Yeah. So, you know, if we don't know... They're not going to tell us, you know, so we got to speak out. And, yes, I, I'm, I'm all down for the mental health situation as well. Yes. Yeah, I mean, when we talk about injustice, really, we're talking about trauma. We're talking about mental Absolutely. health. We're talking about the socioeconomic situation of our families. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the family structure. We're talking about the schools. Like, all of that kind of feeds into this situation that leads into the overrepresentation of injustice that seems to happen in our community. Now, people can reach out and read the book, but tell us what's happening now and in the future. What type of events are you guys going to have? Is it is it just the book? Are you going to be able to reach out and touch the community? What's in the future for Injustice, the anthology? Uh, Right now, with every... We're having um, conferences or I want to say... I don't really want to call it a conference, but it's a movement. Mm. Injustice movement where we're having a celebration. And and the reason why I want it to look at like a celebration is because um, we took the first steps to the process of healing and getting things out of there and we want change and change should be celebrated um, so at this celebration a book is going to launch every time with it um, and we want to hear from those people that wrote the book how it made them feel how they look at everything and what changes that they want to make so we do have our first celebration June 17th from 4 to 8th um, in Williamsburg, um, six, um, 6500 Authors Drive. Um, it's inside of a beautiful development called Colonial Heritage. Um, at that event, um, we will have entertainment. We will have um, poet. We will have singing. We have the DJ there. We have um, the 360 uh, photo booth is going to be there. Uh, we have a professional videographer. All meals were catered. We don't want you wearing about anything. We want you to come there and just enjoy 
enjoy the celebration mm-hmm. and hopefully we can move you and how we have this structured up is when you walk through the building we want you to feel the injustice we want you to feel some of the feelings that we have involved in it but when you walk out of the room we want you to feel empowered mm-hmm. we want you to evolve we mm-hmm. want you to feel that sense of evolvement and um, we want you to share with our community and um, that's one thing a lot of times with book launches and things we having family and friends over that's supporting the book this book wasn't just for us so we want the community there um, and that's why the price is so low for the ticket 50 bucks it's because we want you to have access to this we want you to know what we're doing and we don't want you speculating what we're doing because a lot of people will always with the justice system that's not what injustice mean anything can be injustice. We have corporate injustice. Mm. I think in our volume two, we have a young lady that almost took her life because what she was going through at her job. Wow. So we want to make sure that we understand each other properly on how we feel because some things we're able to sweep underneath the rug or it becomes a normal to us because we just think, oh, that's life. It's normal. And nine times out of ten, that's an injustice that was done to you that what you didn't ask for it. It just kind of fell on your lap, and it's hard for you to heal because even though you're letting it go by, what is happening inside? Mm -hmm. Are you hurting? Are you out there getting in more trouble? I know with my injustice, I was angry. I got in more trouble. I got arrested. I've been, you know what I'm saying? I went back to jail. Um, You know, I just, I didn't know how to get, get out of it. And it was a certain period of time that I went to counseling trying to figure out how to gain control over my life Mm -hmm. and i forgot how old i was every Hmm. time she seen me she kept asking me how old are you how old are you and i i said why you keep asking me this you know i keep telling you you keep asking me and she says i want to know where the last three years went Mm. and i've been so fighting for my daughter back fighting the system i don't know what happened in between the rest of that wow and i still don't know today so that's the mindset we are. I remember a lady walking to me and said, you just got a filthy mouth, nasty attitude. I did not care at that time. But that's how society told me I was. They told me I was a criminal. They gave me a number. They locked me up. They took my child. They put me on an abuse registry. I had no clue I was on this. It was friends and me getting things together and asking questions. And some of my friends are social workers and saying, hey, Iris, do you know if they did this to you? Do they know if they did that to you? I'm like, no, I had never received anything or anything. And she says, do you mind if I check? And that's how I found out certain things. And I had to go and fight that to get my name off. Mm. Then I had to go fight the system again to get a pardon on my record. Um, And that was cycles. That took me years of fighting them just for the board to tell me the first time we went. The guy told me, oh, you have a good job and you're getting your life on track. I don't think you need your record clean. So he went against it. So I had to wait 18 months to go back. And he did the same guy, did the same thing to me a second time. And it was a woman on the panel this time. And she said, hold on a minute. You don't go nowhere. And she called the recess. And she came back out and said, Iris, I need you to walk up here. No one has a right to take this from you. This has been well well over decades. No one has the right to take 
it, it doesn't matter how you're doing right now. Yeah. You deserve this. Yeah. And she talked, if it wasn't for her speaking up for me, I probably will still be fighting for that pardon. Mm-hmm. How many people mm-hmm. are fighting to clean them, themselves mm-hmm. up, whether they did it or not, and trying to do the right things, and someone is trying to snatch that away from them to keep them down? And when that guy told me that, he just gave a sex offender a pardon. Wow. So I just want people to see how that looked to me. I walked past this man who raped a 13-year-old girl. And my little misdemeanor charge, you're taking me, which to them or to me at that mindset, I'm thinking, oh, this is a misdemeanor charge. But this was so much bigger than a misdemeanor charge to me. This charge hindered me from my daughter. This charge stopped me from being able to protect my daughter when she needed my protection. Mm. So when you understand what I say about that, please get the book. I won't go in for that um, too deep into that. But it was a situation where my daughter needed me and I could not be there because of no fault of my own. Wow. That is powerful stuff. Um, And I could it sounds like a horror movie to to have done all the right things and have someone look at you and say, oh, you're doing good enough that, no, we're still not going to help you. That is, yeah, um, bone chilling, really. Um, So for that story and for the story of these three women, um, Injustice is the name of the book. You can find it on Amazon. You can reach out to any of them at any of their social medias. What I'd like to do is here at the end, just get um, from each of you what the listeners are out there and they've heard the stories. And I just want you to leave them with what are they going to get? Out of your section of injustice, what should they expect to pull from it? Uh, we'll start with Renee. Um, I want everybody to just basically feel as though there's hope. Mm. Um, regardless of what you've been through, you don't have to sit on that. Um, just like um, the visionary said, Iris said, you know, they already counted her out. He, they wouldn't let her do it. You know, the guys already said she was doing good. But that's not his choice. You know, we have a choice in life. And our choice is if we want do if we want better, we do better. And I want it better. And I want everybody that's out there that's going through what I went through and is still going through me what I may be going through right now just to know that you are the you that matter. You matter. No matter what nobody else say. You know you. So at the end of the day, you have to fight for yourself because nobody else is going to fight for you. Absolutely. Shauna, what can they expect to pull from your piece of injustice? So what individuals and families can pull from my portion is I will be able to show them how to be a change agent, um, starting from their um, their bloodline. I will show them how it's okay to not be embarrassed about some things that you or, or, or your family members have gotten into, um, whether it was mistakes, bad decisions, whatever it may be. It's time for change and not just talk about it, but create the change that you want to see. And mm. I'm just going to show my readers how, you know, you, you can start from just where you're at. 
Yes. Start from right where you're at. That's actually a theme that continues to come up here at Black Wall Street today. Whether it's an entrepreneur, whether it's a freedom fighter, whether it's best-selling authors, a theme that continues to come up all the time is start right now. Start right where you are. Iris, tell the folks what they can expect to pull from injustice. I mean, you've already given us so much here uh, during during this show and just stories that I think are going to stick with our listeners for a long time. Um, but just overall, what can they expect to pull? It's time to release the chains. No one should be able to have that much power over your life to stop you from evolving. You're not by yourself. You're strong, you're powerful, and you need to learn how to use your voice. We need to learn how to fight without fighting. We don't always have to put our fists up when we fight. There's a right way to fight, and the number one place when it comes to fighting is to learn how to heal so we can live, so you can clear your mind, so you can evolve. So when you get done with reading the book, I want you to evolve. I want you to grow, and I want you to be able to help the next person do the same thing that you have done. Evolution, growth, healing. Uh, we definitely want to thank you for bringing that uh, here to the show today and for bringing that to the community. Now, you said the uh, event was when now? Um, June 17th, 48, um, 6,500 authors Drive in Williamsburg. Um, you can purchase tickets on Eventbrite, um, Injustice Movement, or you can contact either one of us. And I do want to mention that we have some other co-authors in that book as well. It, it is seven of us. Mm. Um, and they have some awesome, powerful stories. So I do want to shout out Sherry Furby, Angela Antoine, Barty. Um, they couldn't be here with us, but um, there's more powerful stories on the way. You can uh, um, also, if you know them, contact them. They can also help you get tickets and the book. Um, but um yeah, let's have a celebration movement. Let's help and build and grow together. Um, I'm looking forward each year to seeing this movement grow and to seeing people actually go ahead and evolve and heal from this. Wow. Should people reach out to you if they feel like they want to be a part of helping this movement grow? Yes. Um, should they reach out? Is there any way that they can possibly get involved? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I love networking and collaboration. Um, so just contact us how you can be involved um, to go there and even at events I know um, Sherry Johnson just had an event that we spoke to um, we can pull together her stop the violence all of that is connected <laughs> um, in so many ways so if you are part of a movement like that I don't mind. I would love to collab. Um, Breaking Barrier 757, she's out there doing amazing stuff. Um, it's people here that are passionate about our community and passionate about injustice that would love to work with you and to collaborate with you. Wow. So you guys heard it here. If you're driving for home from church this Sunday morning, if you're at home cleaning up, if you're wrapping up brunch and these words have touched you, then you can reach out to Shauna Hicks, Renee Woodard, 
or Iris Wright. And you can do more than just read the book, purchase the book from Amazon, even though do that too. But you can get involved with the movement if you feel like you have gone through an evolution or maybe you feel like you need to go through an evolution and you just don't know how, you don't know what the next steps are, then you can reach out and get involved in the community. We want to thank you for tuning in today to Black Wall Street Today, brought to you by Hampton Roads Regional Chamber of Commerce. That is Black Brand, Hampton Roads Regional Black Chamber of Commerce. If you'd like to be involved in Black Brand or you'd like to find out how to become a guest here on the show, if any of what we said has touched you, that you can reach out at blackbrand.biz that's blackbrand.biz we have programs and events monthly that are meant to support the black entrepreneurial community here in Hampton Roads so you can grow your business to be able to come up here and talk about the successes just like these three best selling authors Thank you so much for joining me today, and we thank you out there for listening. Phenomenal. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram, and then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community not a particular political party. Phenomenal. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say.